Hey y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Triple T, the yep. Tinsel Town T, the Tinsel Town, whatever you want to call us. Yes. We are doing yet another episode, uh, another pandemic episode, right. another quarantine episode. Right. Um, yeah, we're gonna do it through Zoom now. We're just trying that out, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to put you guys on game on all the little things that you can use to communicate with peeps during this time. So we are using Zoom right now. Yep. Um, as you guys may know, yeah, um, the free version only does 40 minutes. So we are going to skip what you rather today and go straight into main segments. And you right. will take that away. Yes, yes. yes, ma'am. So, okay. So the main segment, as you guys know, sometimes we do educational resources stuff. Sometimes we have a guest. Sometimes we um, break down different structures of writing. This time we're going to review a television show that came out. It recently came out, I believe, last week. And it's called Hashtag Black AF. Um, creator um, is Kenya Barrett. I'm going to read the log line for you. Um, according to IMBD, um, the log line is a father takes an irreverent and honest approach to parenting and relationships. So the creator, again, is Kenya Barris. If you're not familiar with him, he's um, the creator behind Blackish, Mixedish, Grown, all the ish universe, if you will. Um, <laughs> right for Girls Trip, too. Yeah. I didn't know he was going to Girls Trip. Yes, he's also uh, done a lot of the, um, oh, Lord, the Barbershop series, um, yeah. the movie. He did, he did the Shaft, the recent Shaft that yep. came out. He also, uh, you know, started, well, he started way before writing for Girlfriends, um, for different writers' rooms. The Game. But, yeah, The Game. He also did um, American Top Model. I don't know if he wrote, hmm. I know that he might have been executive producer. So his resume is long okay and so his new creation um hashtag black it's on netflix it stars rashida jones uh kenya barris um and i'm gonna name some of the cast so rashida jones plays his wife her name is uh, joya barris and then kenya barris plays kenya barris himself um they have their uh older daughter iman benson who plays drea benson they have uh oh lord forgive me young lady uh, forgive me, but uh, Jania Walton, uh, she plays Chloe Barris. I mean, yeah. And Scarlett Spencer, who plays Izzy Barris. Justin uh, Claiborne, who plays Pops Barris. Uh, Ravi uh, Kobot Conyers, who plays Cam Barris. Um, yes, so that's pretty much the main class. And of course, I really appreciate the, um, they had uh, Bumper Robinson plays Broadway. If you don't know him, he was... Ooh kind of the heartthrob of like a lot of black 90s sitcom when uh, I, shows. I tell you that man was fine. Yeah, he oh was my God. He got a little weight on him now. He thick. He's thick he, you know, but well, he, I was still like, I know how you used to look. So I... <laughs> <laughs> that part. Yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. So that's the long line. Um, it's on Netflix. If you want to check it out, go for it. And we're going to break it down. We're going to give our own opinions about it. Um, so we're going to start with the concept. So, um, yeah. How do you feel about the concept? I have my feelings about it, but how do you feel? Concept. Okay. So we've been seeing so many different opinions about the show. Mm -hmm. People either hate it or they either love it. There's really no in between. 
And I thought that it was obvious that it was supposed to be a mockumentary that mm-hmm. was extremely exaggerated and it was yeah. supposed to be a parody of this man's life. Yeah. But it seems like a lot of, and I would say black folks didn't seem to understand that that's what the show was. Mm-hmm. That was like mm-hmm. the concept. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of the critiques I saw, it's like people didn't understand that's what it was. It was supposed to be something along the veins of like The Office or Parks and Rec. Right. Like just really just really parody, like really kind of stupid, really just not realistic in yeah. a way. Like it's real life, very exaggerated for laughs. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the concept. And I feel like a lot of people didn't get that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. But um, I like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love, I love Office, love Parks and Rec. Um, I like that kind of stupid, dry right. humor. And, um, I actually did enjoy that because like I said, I like stuff like that. And I feel like you don't see a lot of black stuff, like black stuff with like mostly black casts who do like that kind of humor, like that very dry mockumentary type humor. So I thought it was cool to see black people doing something like that. Yeah. And that's kind of my opinion on the whole concept thing. Like I, you know, I just think that people just need to kind of look at it from that lens like hey this isn't supposed to be some like this isn't supposed to be blackish like it's just it's yeah. blackish but the tv ma version like this yeah. is probably the version that he wanted to put out yeah. but obviously you can't do that on abc slash disney now they don't play <laughs> so, um, <laughs> that's so true so um actually enjoyed i enjoyed the concept and i enjoyed seeing black people doing yeah. something in that vein because i'm yeah. used to seeing like the office it has black characters minority characters but it's predominantly yeah. white parks and recs still predominantly white like mm-hmm. even like larry david shit um curvy enthusiasm yeah white man <laughs> he had the episode where he yes where he insulted the black dog oh. oh my gosh but anyways who's the um oh who's the black actor on there he's funny as hell yeah. Oh, it's going to get on my nerves. It's like the one. Yeah, the one. Uh, smooth. Smooth. Be smooth. JB Smooth. JB Smooth. Yep. Yeah. JB Smooth. Yes. Oh, and then you have Vivka on there for a little bit. But Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, was, funny. I thought it was refreshing to see Black people doing that type of humor yeah. and that type of concept. I will say that. Yes. Cool. Okay. So to piggyback off, you said, I do. I do love a mockumentary. I do love, like, dry humor. I think they, I mean, they definitely had the mockumentary concept down. I just wish it were a little bit different from Blackish, right? Because all, like, to me, it's like, it's if Blackish were a mockumentary, you know what I mean? So it's just like, okay, Kenya, we can do, we can do some, we can try a little bit something different, you know? We can, we can, you know, uh, we can take it to a different concept. Like, he's, his resume is long. He could do whatever he wants. So I wish he would have taken more of a risk instead of just like mm-hmm. doing this mockumentary style that we've, I mean, we've, it's basically something that we know, which is, you know, a black family, his mm-hmm. black family, and then doing it in the lens of, uh, I believe his daughter's name is Chloe, the one that's going to be the videographer. Um, and uh, doing- Chloe was the oldest one. Okay, okay, okay. So the one who was doing the... So um, Chloe was like Zoe. Right. And then Rhea was the smart uh, one that was trying to go to NYU, the one making the documentary. Okay, yeah. So Rhea. So even that, like the character seemed kind of way similar to Blackish. Like, you know, it was just like, okay. Well, 
it's all right. We could we could switch it up just 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 a, just a little bit. Like we know the black yeah. formula works because of all the ish spinoffs. So oh, like, like we can try. Let's try something. Let's try something else. Yeah, let's like, you know. Let's. But you know. Um. Yeah. So that was kind of my thing. I was like, man, I'm really a fan. I would love to see him just, you know, do something. Do something else um, in that mockumentary style. Um, but yeah, so that's my opinion of that. But I didn't think it was, I mean, when I first, I didn't really like it too much, but it wasn't like as bad, I think, as some people are like writing about. I was like, I think we can relax a little bit. It's, it's, it's. Fun. Yeah, I think, I think we were, were kind of doing the most, like, um, just a tad bit. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, oh, my God, this is crazy, like, polarizing. Yeah, no. I didn't think it was polarizing, or maybe my polarizing is different, but some people was acting like it was, like, extremely just, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I, I didn't feel that way. Yeah. I didn't like it, though, but I don't think it was, I, I, I can understand why it's, like, still, like, on the top 10 of Netflix, right? Like it still had some mm-hmm. funny jokes, like it still like, it wasn't like, you know, throwing away in the trash. That just was like, oh, okay. This is blackish, but a mockumentary. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was a little disappointing where it's just like, you could like, he could have went, he could have went off. You know what I mean? Like you could, it could have been at any like yeah. workplace that's a mockumentary with a predominantly black cast. You know what I mean? Like, could you imagine a mockumentary? Yeah. At like he could have done like that would not have been like y'all that's like let's let's take it there like let's go different places and do different things with it so but yeah yeah but we have to remember that he did get a deal so like this could just be something like he's like i'm gonna put out my shit first and then i'll Mm -hmm. do the other stuff so Mm -hmm. i say let's give him let's give him some time see what else he puts out but i feel like him just being kind of narcissistic. <laughs> he was like, let me put out my show about my life first. Oh my and then we'll do that. Because <laughs> like, he does seem very, like, I know he was, he was uh, exaggerating his narcissism on the <laughs> show, but he does seem narcissistic. <laughs> I don't know the man personally. Like, let me not, let me not say nothing. But, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Barry. You know, yeah. We cool with you. <laughs> um, That's true. But yeah. Okay. And I mean, we kind of touched on this a little bit, like the structure. How did you feel about that? I think it's more almost still in the like mockumentary style. Yeah, it was still very mockumentary. He did the whole blackish thing, how they quote the little like facts about like black history and just about like black or social issues and stuff like that. Like he was doing the whole preachy thing in there too, Mm -hmm. which kind of was out of place a little bit for a mockumentary like i get it you still want to you got you know you got to educate us and stuff but it was kind of out of place for the mockumentary type structure because like it works for black and black is is a sitcom right but for the mockumentary for him to just kind of piece those in there together it was a i don't know i guess he was trying to make it seem like the girl was doing that since it was basically like her filming everything yeah like it was her like project so I don't know. It just didn't really work. And a lot of the stuff that he was saying, like, I believe was already talked about in Blackish. But hey, who am I to say stop spreading the knowledge that we need? But that part, um, yes. Yeah, like the whole Juneteenth thing. We already saw the episode of Juneteenth. There was. Uh, <laughs> Come on. 
something else he talked about. And um, yeah. Yeah. And child, this is so off topic, but Rashida Jones is black, y'all. Like, I don't know who thought she wasn't. A lot of people was like, she's black. Yeah, she definitely is. They're like, but I like, saw a lot of people. Yeah. Well, okay. To be fair, I didn't when I watched Rashida Jones in um Parks and Rex, I didn't know she was black until Oh, she was definitely acting like a white girl on there. Yeah, that's why I was like, and she has I mean, you know, I think I think she she looks racially ambiguous to a lot of people. That's all. Um, she does, but Rashida, her name is Rashida. Yeah, her first name is Rashida. Like once I realized, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I mean, there's just not that many white Jones. Yeah. 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 Not that many white women named Rashida. I'm sure they're out there. There, I've I've met white men named Jamal and Jerome's. I'm like, okay. Okay. I have. I'm like, okay, that is your name. Excellent. So, yeah, I mean, it, I can see that. There was one, I forget, I don't know if it was, oh, I think it was um, Dear White People. There was a line where um, Sam and um, her best friend were talking to each other because she, everyone found out she was dating a white dude and she's she's mixed. And so her Oh, I think I remember. Like, yeah, she was like, Girl, you were Tia Jones mixed or Tracy Ellis? Yeah, you are Tracy Ellis Ross mixed. We look at you as black. Like I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like you can't just pop up a random white guy on us and we just be like, girl, like you gotta give us some head notice. Like give us some time to soak it in. Oh, uh, I just thought that was such a funny line. But yeah, like when they said that line, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Like you know, Tracy Ellis Ross who is mixed as well. Like to like every time I'm like, yeah, black woman, duh. Like. There is no question or whatever. Yes. Um, I was like, oh, okay. Fun fact. Keep it moving. Like, it's just like, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, cool. But um, I really don't think, I mean, no matter what you find out somebody's heritage is, we really shouldn't be getting outraged, whatever it is. Like, I just, I think that's weird. That's just a weird reaction, number one. Yeah. Um, also. Yeah, I thought a lot of that. And I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> um also black people come in many different mixes we come ethnically mixed we come racially mixed we come you know it's so okay, many girl. Mixtures. like <laughs> we just do that's why we're so great like <laughs> that's it like honestly period we're the only race that does that, by the way <laughs> that's it like we're the only race that can be any colors so yes so you know we could be from anywhere we have you know black people who are german we have black people who are swedish like it's crazy like mm-hmm. who knew um so yeah like i think we need to <laughs> like stop this <laughs> like, like yeah stop this sort of like yeah. the only i mean the only i guess argument that i think that I could imagine that would make sense is like, I guess the whole colorism thing where it seems like in television, the only people that they want to portray are lighter or fairer skinned black people. But even then I was just like, I don't think it applies here. I just, I just, I just didn't think it applied. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be based on like blackish. Like it's based on his real now ex-wife. They're not married anymore, but his now ex-wife who was a mix. uh, black and white women so yeah. and if it's a family that's what they're gonna look like i mean this they still black so exactly so um but so yeah i just, that went over a lot yeah i was just like y'all internet's 
y'all look crazy. Yeah, I and going back to what you were saying, I agree when they put those flashbacks of like explaining slavery, explaining Juneteenth is like it doesn't fit here because it's so mockumentary. A mockumentary is like so steeped in the like reality, the hyper, you know what I mean? So it kind of like jump out of it. It was just like, what? Huh? So I think they could have found a more creative way to explain the things that they wanted to explain. Or not everything needs to be explained. Like there are things like Google, like, oh, I don't know what Juneteenth is. What am I going to do? You just, you you pick up your phone and you go to google.com and you type in Juneteenth and you read. (laughs) Like it's that, things like that. Like, Sometimes we don't need to explain, overly explain things for people to get it sometimes. Sometimes you do, sometimes it works. But I agree with you. I think they could have found a different way to do that. I think one funny way they did that is in their episode titles. Like episode one, it was like, oh. <laughs> wait, let me. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Like well, their epi- way, way later. <laughs> like it starts off with like, you know, because of slavery. And then it goes like, by the time episode eight comes around, it's like, I know you may not get this, but the reason we deserve a vacation is dot, 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 slavery. Like, it's just like, okay, <laughs> that's funny. Um, Clever. I see what you did there. Clever. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I think if they were going to do the mockumentary style, just stay with it. Just don't jump out of something sort of like that feels so unreal. And it's, it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's too close to blackish style. Like, if you're going to do this mockumentary, like, step away and just make it its own thing through that um like yeah. make them even more crazy like make oh yeah them yeah like blackish times five like they yeah. need to be like off the wall we need to see some michael scott's we need to see some dwight's <laughs> we need to see some <laughs> on that show yeah oh angel was actually in the show that's, that's crazy angel in the office was in black Foot. oh see i didn't get all the way down to the last episode. which episode do you remember yeah she was uh she was in a few of the episodes because she was in his writer's room. She was one of the oh, writers okay. in his writer's room. So that was fun to see her in there. That's cool. But, um, yeah. Like, I think if you're going to do mockumentary blackish, it, they need to be, like, off the wall crazy because yeah. that's what I like to see. We need to see the Leslie. What was it, that girl's name? Parking Rest? Leslie Schnapp. Leslie No. We need to see something like that. I need yeah. to see a crazy-ass person, like a yeah. very heightened person yeah. in this shit. Yeah. Like I, Kenya needs to be Kenya times 20. Like, yes. Bo needs to be Bo times 100. Yes. Um, I just need, yeah, I need all of that to be yeah. a lot more. I agree. If we're doing that. Yeah, I agree. And then um, to move on, pacing. How did you feel about the pacing? For me, I thought there were moments that kind of, like, some scenes were too long. Um, but I think that yeah. is because of the mockumentary style of it and like, you know, sort of like mm-hmm. this film type, you know, style. Very awkward. Yeah. 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 So to me, some yeah. of it was a bit too, too long. They could have cut, cut, like made it like a little, some scenes a little bit quicker and shorter. And like the timing, like one mm-hmm. thing that I love about mockumentaries is that the timing of the actual, oh, what is it? When they go to the confessional. They know how to make a joke out of that, right? So I think they could have done a little bit more of that, where it's just like, you know, like, oh, like, Kenya just, you know, he's very clumsy. He falls all the time. And then you just go to them in the confessional, like, I have great balance. It is on point. And then you just see, you know what I mean? Like, you see 
that juxtaposition of them confessing and then the real life action mm-hmm. and the mockumentary kind of playing off of that. So I think some places were a little bit too long, but other than that, the pacing seemed fine to me. What do you think? Facts. Yeah. I felt like sometimes it kind of lulled a little bit and it was kind of too long in scenes, but I think maybe he was trying to make it awkward. Like, Mm, a lot of yeah. mockumentaries can be. I, I feel awkward sometimes. <laughs> like, mockumentaries can just make me feel awkward because, like, yeah. they do drag it out. Yeah. I know I have watched many an episode of Michael Scott. I'm like, this is going on too long, and I am visibly uncomfortable, and I would yeah. like us to change Please. to another scene fast, <laughs> expeditiously. <laughs> but, like, I guess that was the point. Um, so maybe that's what he was trying to do. Yeah. My thing is, like, this man has done so many successful shows. Like, yeah. he knows how to do a show. So yeah. that's why I'm, like, I try to think, like, if there's, I feel like he should have did this. Like, maybe there's a reason. Because it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. Right. But then again, like, who fucking knows? It seemed like no. he just didn't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I honestly feel like he was just like, man, I'm going to <sighs> fuck I want. Netflix I mean, fucked up now. that's true. I think there's, there's good and bad with that, right? Because, like, I'm, what I'm grateful yeah. for is that he's at a place in his career where he can do whatever he wants. And whatever he puts out that's- is essentially successful, right? That's where we as creators, black, white, whatever, we want to get to a place where it's like, okay, this might not have been our best work. We're still going to work with you and create more things because we know even though you put out this bad thing, you're still going to have success or you know, we still want to work, work with you, which I think is great. Like, because even though I, I'm not the biggest fan of the show, I still want to see what Kenya Bears does next. Right. Like he still got my streaming mm-hmm. numbers. Cause I was like, let me, let me see what the brother's putting out. Okay. Not for me. <laughs> next time I'm coming back. All right. Keep it moving. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, that's a beautiful thing. On the other hand, also like, let us not get, let's, <laughs> Let's actually <laughs> put out good stuff if we can, you know. Um, little like kind of remind me of like the Tyler Perry of it all. Like I love Tyler Perry. I'm so glad of his success. Um, the Fall from Grace was not good. <laughs> it, was, it was not a good film. It was got a Fall from Grace. He got it all because I support, but it was it was it was not it was it was no. So I it mean, still it all, pisses me off. It still pisses me off. Yeah, it was such a bad film. But I'm grateful that Black creators have the rooms to make mistakes that some white creators make and still get paid, you know what I mean? And still be considered successful creators and entrepreneurs and all that. So I think think there is a a good and bad to that. But I'm glad that, you know, hopefully he's not canceled off of this. I mean, everyone now and then, not everything you're going to do is is good, quite frankly. Um, So yeah, that's... Yeah, that's to what you said. Um, with the dia- how do you feel about the dialogue? Um, I can't even remember anything. The only dialogue I literally remember was the scene with Tyler Perry because I just found oh, that very. I need to go back and see that one. I found that very funny. I really liked the scene with Tyler Perry and that whole episode because I thought that was a really important episode because he. Okay, spoiler alert, because you, oh, yeah. you haven't watched the episode either. It's fine. You can spoil okay, it. So spoiler alert. <laughs> the episode with Tyler Perry, I think it's like episode five. Okay. Shut up. Sorry, y'all. So, um, <laughs> pandemic freaking podcast. Is <laughs> <get it. laughs> 
So there are three dogs in this house, y'all. So I do apologize. Um, and two cats and some fish. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so basically, episode five. What happens is him and his daughter, the one that's doing the documentary, they go to premiere of a movie that I think he produced or whatever. He hadn't actually seen the movie. Right. Whatever. Something about the movie. And it was the black director and him and his daughter hated it, but everyone else loved it. Mm-hmm. So then he goes on this big existential crisis and he's like, well, dang, like, can you really put out stuff that people don't like? Like, mm-hmm. is that okay? Like, damn, like, should I actually care about critics? And then he goes into this whole thing about like, why do I care about what the white critics have to say about right. my movie? Mm-hmm. And then they go into this other rabbit hole about um, how like white critics, they're afraid to tell the truth about black movies. Mm-hmm. Like if they're bad, mm-hmm. they're afraid to say that they're bad because it's a black movie mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's like a whole bunch of different like kind of avenues going here. So then he calls up Ava DuVernay, he calls up Lena Waithe, Issa Rae, mm-hmm. Will Packer, and oh, I'm sorry, I forgot your name, but you're a legend. He's the guy that did Ride Along, the Ride Alongs, and he did other stuff too. But okay. the ones that I can remember, he did. He directed the Ride Along movies. Okay. Um, so he calls all of them up and asks them if they've seen the movie that he hates so much. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's a black director, right? Mm-hmm. And Ava's like, oh, is it a black director, right? Ava was hilarious in this. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, yeah. So she was like, oh, okay, yeah. I think it's, a, it's an important movie. People, it needs to be seen. So basically they're like not saying anything bad about the movie. Yeah. And he's like, why y'all and then they just start going at each other picking at each other mm-hmm. and um <laughs> they're just going at each other basically will packer's like well yeah you would say that because blackish 55 year old white women love blackish and shit like that so they're just like making fun of each other <laughs> it was pretty yeah. funny scene yeah. to see like all these different black like very big name black creators kind of like pick at each other so mm-hmm. anyways so then it goes into this discussion and Lena's like the only one who speaks up. She's like, yeah, I hated that movie. I thought it sucked too. Mm-hmm. So then he had to do a panel. Oh, so this is the Tyler Perry scene. So then he goes to Tyler Perry's office. Like he oh. just goes all extra and goes straight to Tyler Perry's office and has a meeting with Tyler Perry. And he's like, well, um, he tells Tyler Perry how he feels like people are afraid to like tell the truth about black movies and stuff like that. And he's like, well, you don't seem to care what critic thinks. And, and Tyler Perry's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it was very funny. That's great. Tyler Perry talk like that. Yeah. Basically, Tyler Perry's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm going to do whatever I have to do. Like, whatever I want to do. Like, yeah. there's always an audience. And if they if people like my stuff and they like my stuff, I don't care yeah. what these people got to say. Yeah. He basically like, was like saying that. And then Ken was like, oh, mm-hmm. dang. Like, I guess that's that's the way to think like yeah do whatever put out whatever you want to put out yeah so um yeah basically that was like a big I thought that was a good episode it was okay. a good episode about like black creatives and black creativity and like you know feeling like we don't have to like everything that's yes. black but we should we should at least like stick up for each other because yeah you know, and we should be honest, but still like stick up for each other, blah, blah, blah. So it was basically like very layered episode, I think, especially in terms of me being black creative, I got something out of it and it was probably the best episode out of the bunch. But, um, I don't know what, what, 
what I was talking about originally. No, it's okay. We were talking about dialogue, and then we, like, jumped into that. So I think that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so I felt like that the dialogue in that episode was probably, it was, it was really, it was really good and really impactful versus the rest of the dialogue. I feel like the rest of the dialogue was kind of like, yeah, like, like, does this need to be said? Like, well, how is this driving the plot? Like, how is this yeah. kind of driving the theme or whatever you trying yeah. to say with the episode? But I feel like with that episode, like, everything was kind of placed very well. Because well. there was a lot of other cameos in that, in that episode, too, like, mm-hmm. from other, other people. And it seemed like everything that everybody said in that episode had a purpose. Yeah. I guess that's what I was trying to say. No, but I think that's why that episode stood out so much for me because everything was kind of there for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, whereas other stuff, I'm like, so what? What's yeah. the point here? Like, yeah, yeah. that's how I feel about a lot of the other episodes. It was like, what was the point? Yeah, agreed. I like. Yeah, I agree with you with that. Like, even into like we can even like to the next thing, which is writing. And I agree with you. I think. Um, I think how we feel about the dialogue is a reflection of the writing. So it's not that, I don't think the writing was bad, but there weren't like standout like lines, especially when it comes to comedy, like the quotables, you know what I mean? Where it's just like, you think of a movie and you you remember, you know, the line and the quote or whatever, you know what I mean? Whether it's like, yeah. whether it's Friday and like, you got knocked the fuck out. Like, you know what I mean? Like there are just, iconic mm-hmm. lines or memorable lines that you're just like hmm, okay writing I see you push through so for me I thought the the writing was so so I, I I think a lot of it may because that it might even talk back to pacing but there's a lot of um again to the lull there might have been a lot of improv I, I feel like there there was a script but sometimes people are improvising as well so it feels like it's kind of long like it you know, some awkward moments feel awkward in a, like, not funny way, or, like, you know, there's always that mm-hmm. moment. Um, there was only one moment where I thought it was cute, where he was talking to his daughter, who was at the same party he was, <laughs> and his wife was, like, high as hell on Molly. <laughs> like, and it was just, like, them catching each other. He's like, are you high? And she was like, no, I'm not high. Are you high? Like, him talk to his daughter, and it was just like, and then he went back to be like, yeah, we're, we're definitely high. <laughs> like, it's just like, just kind of like that acknowledgement of like <laughs> parents and, and um, I don't know, kids like catching each other do the things that honestly that are quite normal at their age range. It's just, it's weird mm-hmm. to like, you see your parents out and they're at a rave and they're smoking Molly. And I'm just like, if you grown, you can do whatever you want, especially if all your bills are paid. Very true. I just, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> And then some. <laughs> right? So, yeah. So, it was, that to me, I thought that was, like, an interesting dynamic. And that was kind of, that was kind of funny. What did you think of the writing? Yeah, I thought, you know, the writing was, I thought it was, I thought it was good mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, I feel like, obviously, Kenny Barry knows how to write. So, I can't, like, say, mm-hmm, like, yeah. writing. Mm-hmm. but um you're allowed we're allowed to say we don't yeah have i feel like it went it went up and down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like some episodes are better than others yeah. obviously the only episode that i really was like oh my god i really like this episode was was that one about like black creativeness and stuff mm-hmm. like that 
So I thought that one was really good writing. But sometimes there were things where I was like, why is this in here? Like, yeah. And what is this about? What is the meaning of yeah. this? Like, what yeah. is this all about? Yeah. Um, I felt like that in that episode that you were just talking about, the one where they went to the festival or whatever, oh, and yeah, like got high with her daughter was there like mm-hmm. I was like what is this episode about like what y'all trying to tell me yeah that's fair. like yeah. that like I was like mm, what's what what are you trying to say with mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. and there were like some episodes in the middle where I was like they're mm-hmm. just very forgettable so that to me tells me the writing's like yeah it's like up or down like some, yeah. some episodes are really good to me and then some were like yeah whatever so um yeah, and then I saw stuff about the writers being like a lot of white writers in the room. Did you see that? I did not see that, but I'm not surprised. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, that people were like looking up the writers and uh, apparently there's a lot of white writers in the room, mm-hmm. which I'm like, why would he do that? But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So that makes sense as to why I guess some of the jokes were the way they were. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'm not surprised because Hollywood, man, maybe it's it's still an issue of diversity in writers' room, but also I think a lot of times with everything, it's who you know. So if he knows a lot, I mean, I would assume like most of, I, I hopefully what I'm praying for was that that room was diverse, right? Maybe people, maybe there were more white writers than people of color, which again would surprise me um but maybe it was about um and everybody's like why are there five white writers it's called black af but i mean it is contradictory to have a show called black af and your writer's room is um white as hell but um unfortunately historically that has been the case in hollywood like even going back to like you know I'm sure like the Jeffersons and good times and you know, the people in those writers rooms most of the time were not, were not black. Um, and you, you know, you would have to fight for the, you know, for more black writers. Um, so yeah, I didn't see that. I have to read that article in terms and see how many people were in his writers room. Um, if that's it's not even like, I'm not surprised. Oh, you have it it's up? It's not even like an art. It's just people um you know the internet they're googling and they're like "Hmm," and they're finding that they're seeing white writers so maybe it's people who don't know what we're talking about like people in the industry wouldn't know that that's just kind of how it is like you're gonna see more white writers most of the time Mm -hmm. so maybe it's just like regular people googling and they're seeing like three white writers and they're like of course it's like this because it's only white writers so i'm just going off of like what the what the people are saying got you but um i ain't do my own research into it but okay um, yeah our research that's what the folks were saying okay but um that's very true a lot of people like don't know don't know that like what we would know about how that's just how it is Mm -hmm. so um it does say that there's uh yasir lester he's one of the writers he's black yes he is black He's black. For sure. 100%. Um, I think he's also, he's written in um, black. I I think I might have seen his name on credits for Blackish as well, Yasir Lester. And I think he's. Yeah, it says he writes for for Black Monday on uh, Showtime. Okay. Okay. With uh, who that got in it? 
Don What's Cheadle? That Don Cheadle. Yeah. yeah. And Regina. Yes. And Regina. Oh, I believe. So. Yes. Yeah, so that's what the folks are saying, but yeah. Okay. So I could, see, I could see how they could criticize that if that is the case. And uh, yeah, hopefully, mm-hmm. I mean, I pray that the writer's room is diverse. I think his, I believe his blackish writer's room is um, A lot of the, the, sh- the show runners of black shows like Lena and like Issa, like they have more predominantly black uh, writers. Not to say there aren't white, white writers in those rooms because that is a thing as well. Um, which should be allowed, um, but yeah, um, that happens unfortunately. But that's why we're here, fitting to change that. Yes, change we are. That, and I think that's mm-hmm. my the last thing. But for me, overall, the series, I think it was okay. Right? I don't. Mm-hmm. I did it. I wish. I wish you would have came up with a different concept for the mockumentary. I feel like it's a little too close to Blackish. Um, I also feel like he shouldn't have acted in it. Uh, I think the best acting in this was Rashida Jones because she's fucking amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And it kind of came she's off. Yeah, I just felt like, oh, Kenya, you should have had somebody else probably play you. It was just, I was like, meh. Um, and I wish there were, like, there were some continuity issues for me. There was one scene in the beginning where in the very pilot episode where they had brunch with the whole family at this like fancy Beverly Hills hotel and the whole family was there. But then the next scene was just him and Rashida getting into a convertible, like like a really tiny sports car. And all the time in my head, I was like, where are the kids? Oh yeah. (laughs) What? Which family of sticks is just... Why did I even notice? Right. I was like, did they just all get into an Uber and leave? Like, where the baby's at? What the fuck? Like, I was just so strange to me. I was like, what? Okay. Um, also, I do think, probably a lot of people don't think it is, but I think it's hilarious to see any big family with kids under a certain age do anything. Like, it's a product. I'm like, my God. Like, it is crazy. As someone who has no children i am praying for the, fa- the 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 parents i'm like lord please bless them lord let them all everyone fall in line lord let them let them help each other let there be no fights on the way home lord let nobody have to hit each other in the bed please god <laughs> like let no one throw up or poop or or pee on themselves god, lord. like it's so much it's so much kids are sitting now they call them car seats but i swear they transform into something else like it's wild so i thought it would have been cool to like really amplify that up like this it's not just a black family it's a lot it's six people in this like and when they come together like kids are crazy kids are wild and to you know i thought that would have been like a really junk really cool juxtaposition to see this one white man go to his prius and them all fall in line in this big ass suv cussing each other out tweeting at each other yelling and screaming like that to me is seems more realistic and could be more funny um so i just thought there was some like i was like that's that's weird but okay um so yeah so but i think i'm gonna check out this the episode you're talking about the one with all the um black creators because it sounds like it's probably the best one and yeah i'm gonna continue to support you know uh, Kenya Barris and all that he does and also like there's some things that he does behind the scenes that I'm probably already support like I didn't know he was I believe I have to double check y'all but 
he like executive produced uh, the sketch uh, comedy show on Netflix called Astronomy Club, which I think is hilarious. If y'all haven't seen that, watch that. Oh yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. He did. So I'm like, okay, I see. You know, use your deal in little ways. Like, come on, like bring more content. I'm all, I'm here for it. You know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. There's I don't know. I don't know if there's like a campaign to cancel Kenya just because of this. I think that's ridiculous. It's okay for us to like, you know. There is. I don't think so, but it seems like there was strong reactions from people like, okay. yeah, I either loved it or I'm like, he didn't do anything offensive. No, I don't think so. Um, so it seems like a lot of people either loved it or hated it. I fell into the camp mm-hmm. of, I don't, I, it could have been better for me. And yeah, I'm going to continue to support stuff that he puts out and checks out. Cause I love blackish. I love mixed ish. Um, I, I loved all the bar. Like there's so many I, things. I that was good, so. Yeah, same. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm like, it's not bothering me. <laughs> you know, the show's not like bothering me enough where I'm gonna sit here and write a paragraph about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't find anything like offensive about it. Yeah. Um, which I, some people were offended because they're like, I don't like how they talk to each other. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> like y'all are just getting a little too sensitive right now. Like mm-hmm. just okay. Um. Yeah, I didn't see anything offensive about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to continue to support him too. Like, I'm still going to support anybody be it. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to stop doing that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, let's see what else he does with his deal. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is kind of like a whatever project, it seems yeah. like. Uh, it was probably the easiest thing. It seems like he had a deadline for like, they're like, we give you this deal. You need to put out something. By this time frame, he had a deadline. He's like, I already have this idea. Let me just do that real quick. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I feel like it wasn't like that crazy to make yeah. this show. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it was just kind of like, yeah, let me just throw this out there. Like, really, a, let me throw this on the wall, see if it sticks thing. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get to the, the other shit later. So yeah. we'll see and what I- else he does with his little, little deal. Yeah. And I think you were, you hit on something like earlier where you said, like he kind of made it the black the blackish I think he wanted to make where it was like not like ABC mm-hmm. like it was like unfiltered a way for him to like really create that stuff. yeah yeah and I think he had some issues with ABC with them trying to like clamp down on the things that he wanted to touch on I remember he wanted to do the, Ooh, they did censor yeah like the Colin Ka- Kaepernick one like he mm-hmm. wanted to do an episode mm-hmm. about kneeling I don't think I think they like they they tried to shut that down I don't know if ABC and the NFL are in cahoots. I don't know, but um, I think they did shut it down. They said yeah, no, they sir. They did, and they like they talked about so many episodes on on Blackish. Like, they talked. About, they had a whole episode just dedicated to the N word. They had an episode dedicated to police brutality. Like there are so many issues. Like that show does not shy away from like any of the black issues. Which why I was a little like the kneeling thing is what that that's what did it like. Okay, that's strange. It's like that's what took it over the edge. And that you can talk about killing black people. You can talk about saying Nika, but you will not speak about kneeling during our anthem. The like, only blacks allowed us even talk about being on bending knees, boys to men. Not you, Kenya. Like, oh my God, why? Okay, that's crazy. Okay. It's so strange. Yeah. But, so. Yeah, I could totally yeah. see how, like, this was kind of like, all right, I'm going to make it the way I want to make it, no holds bars, and I'm going to do this idea. So I think, 
yeah, I think that makes sense. And yeah, it's still doing good. He seems like he's, you know, more mm-hmm. coins, more bags, more success. Mm-hmm. That's all I want for our, my people, black people. So yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. So yeah. So yeah. So that's go stream it if you haven't. Yep. Um, form your own opinion, guys, as we always say. Mm-hmm. Form your own opinion. It is on Netflix. Hashtag Black AF. It's gonna probably gonna show up in your popular on Netflix mm-hmm. little whatever that is category. And uh, it's been top ten for a little minute since it's been mm-hmm. out. So mm-hmm. check it out, guys. See what yeah. you think. You have nothing but time. time, unless you are working during this time, and we thank you for your service. That's right keep working so yeah that's the that's the episode for now hit us up on uh instagram at tinseltown t and uh yeah you're gonna hit hear from us next week another quarantine edition we out here social distancing on these motherfuckers uh wearing masks washing our hands hand sanitizing Mm -hmm. drinking water taking our vitamins Mm -hmm. you know staying prayed up you know because the enemy is at bay y'all so yes Let's, let's keep each other, you know, lifted, encouraged, and, you know, continue to try and support one another during this time. So, cool. And that's it. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks. That is it, y'all. All right. See you next time.